The views and opinions on the following program are those of the participants and not necessarily those of KKVV Las Vegas. Are you between a rock and a hard place? Are you not sure if you're a sinner or a saint? Do you think you've lost your salvation? Let me take you to the New King James Version. In the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 12 through 14, and Jesus says, What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray? Does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is strained? And if he should find it, assuredly, I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs. Posted by Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. Featuring your sister in Christ and humble servant of the Lord, Nina S. Griffin. Good afternoon. You're listening to Sister Nina S. Griffin, and we are on Save the Lost at All Costs, and God bless you. We're going to open up the phone lines right away. If you are local, you will dial 702-650-5588. I say again, if you are local in the Las Vegas area, you will dial 702-650-5588. If you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, we do have a toll-free number for you. That would be 800-366-8883. I say again, if you have a prayer request, a comment if you'd like to join in on our discussion today we'd love to hear from you if you're outside the las vegas area the toll-free number again is 800-366-8883 we are being broadcasted live from kkbv's am dow and fm dow the am dow is 1060 am and the fm dow is 101.5 fm we're also being streamed live over the internet I like to call it the God net because if it wasn't for God, there would be no communication. Amen. So that would be at KKVV's website, which is www.kkvv.com. Hello and God bless. Brother Vernon and I are just waving to you now. So we are live. Additionally, we are being broadcast live over the Internet from Save the Lost at All Costs website, which is www.savethelost.com lv.org if you have missed part two of put a praise on your pain excuse me part one we're getting into part two today right amen if you had missed the previous broadcast you can go to our website again that's www.savethelostlv.org click on to part one get blessed you're welcome to listen to anything that we have there The gospel is always free on our watch, so there's no cost to you. And we encourage you to tell other people about it. The gift of salvation is free. The word of God is not our word. It is his word, and we want you to enjoy it and experience it and be transformed. Amen? Amen. We're also being streamed live on iTunes. Uh, excuse me, we've been rebroadcasted on iTunes. I'm just so excited today. I have really got to get to put a praise on your pain part two. So <laughs> bear with me. We're almost there. So you can listen to us as well on iTunes. Amen. No cost to you. Uh, Brother Vernon. How are you, man of God? That's Brother Vernon to uh, my right. You'll see him on your left. And Brother Vernon, is there a birthday, uh, happy birthday, blessing, shout out we need to give today, sir? That's to Pastor Jackson from my church at Bread of Heaven Christian Ministry. Uh, Happy birthday, 70 years young today. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God. And I'd like to say a shout out to my church and my pastor, uh, 
Pastor uh, Richard Powell and First Lady Tanya Powell, and we had a great service today. And they're also a part of our KKBV family, correct? Amen. All righty. So what day do they come on again, man of God? Saturday at 1230, I believe. All yes. right. Well, praise God. We love to be able to wish the man of God a blessed and happy birthday. And we know he's doing great things in the kingdom. And we also are very thankful for your pastor and his wife. They're doing a wonderful job in, in you, Vernon. And I'm grateful and I'm thankful. Amen. Thank All right. So we are on our second part of put a praise on your pain. So, Brother Vernon, we are looking at people who would consider backsliders. We are looking at people who believe somehow God is not pleased with them. We are looking at people who are accepting lies from Satan. And so this happens a lot in the body of Christ. I want you to know there's a lot of people who have chosen Jesus Christ to be their Lord and Savior, but yet brother cannot get healed, cannot be set free because they are angry towards God because they've been wounded somehow. And it's easy to blame God for their troubles and hardships. And if they're seeking to be healed, then they are blocking their healing power of the Holy Spirit to operate. Because the Holy Spirit desires for your wounds to be healed. However, he will not override your free will. So if you're anger, angry at God, you got some kind of opposition, you're holding some kind of alt in your heart, you're thinking he should have did something the way that you wanted him to do it, well, guess what? You got hate in your heart. And if you got hate in your heart against him, God the creator, God almighty, then guess what? You are blocking his efforts to heal your wounds. I know some people that's hard for you to accept, but if you got any kind of problem with God, then what do you want him to do? If you believe he's the cause of your problem, if you're charging him guilty, what do you want him to do? So we don't want you to buy into the lie anymore. We rebuke the lies that Satan is feeding you. And we are here to give him two, three, four black eyes today. Amen. Amen. Because Amen. we want you to get your breakthrough. We want you to get your healing. We want your wounds to be healed. Vernon, are you looking at a cut that was on my arm at one time? You see that right there? Yes, I sure do. I want you to touch that. Touch it hard, Vernon. It doesn't hurt, Vernon. I'm healed. Amen. Amen. So if I can have a physical healing, I sure can have a spiritual healing. So do I remember how I got that cut, Vernon? Of course you do. Was I cut open, Vernon? Yeah, I didn't sew myself up. So there was a hospital involved, Vernon, Amen. to have to get the stitches. I went to emergency. But guess what? Not only has God healed me, but he's given me the power to accept what has happened and not feel the pain. Amen. Amen. I'm healed, Vernon. There's nothing that this can do that will cause me to be mad at God. I thank him, Vernon, because he saved me and he didn't have to do it. That's my mindset. When I see that, I see 
that I've been saved. Amen. 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 Because Vernon, I easily could have died because of that wound. And I was doing something that I didn't have any business doing. Amen. Amen. But I confessed my fault Mm -hmm. to the Lord Jesus Christ. And he forgave me, Vernon. There's no sin that's greater than the power of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you hear me, listeners? There's no sin that's greater than the power of the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. So when you are constantly in denial, in battle with lies that Satan has told you, basically what you're saying is my sin, my pain is not greater than the blood. And that's a lie from the pit of hell. And we're going to put that lie down today, brother. So what I want you to do is read Luke chapter 15. We have a lot of reading to do today, and I pray that you are attentive and get blessed. Amen. Get your mind right. Get your tissue, because I believe there's going to be tears of joy, and you're going to wave that tissue, and you're going to praise God with it. Amen. Amen. I'm going to get mine, Vernon, so you go ahead. Get into Luke 15 for us, please. And you're in the New uh, King James Version, correct? New New King James Version. Absolutely correct. Let's go. Okay, chapter 15 from Luke, verse 1. Then all the tax collectors and the sinners drew near to him to hear him. Two, and the Pharisees and scribes complained, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. Three, so he spoke this parable to them, saying, Four, what man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it? Five, And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. 6. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep, which was lost. 7. I say to you that likewise there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine just persons who need no repentance. 8. Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp, Sweep the house and search carefully until she finds it. 9. And when she has found it, she calls her friends and neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I lost. 10. Likewise I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. 11. Then he said, A certain man had two sons. 12. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, Give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. 13. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. 14. And when he had spent all there, arose a severe famine in that land, and he began to be in want. 15. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed the swine. 16. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. 17. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? 18. I will arise and go to my father, and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. 19. And I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. 20. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. 21. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. 22. But the father said to his servants, 
Bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet. 23. And bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us eat and be merry. 24. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found and they began to be merry. 25. Now his older son was in the field and as he came and drew near to the house he heard music and dancing. 26. So he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. 27. And he said to him, Your brother has come, and because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. 28. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore his father came out and pleaded with him. 29. So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I have been serving you. I have never transgressed your commandment at any time, and yet you never gave me a young goat that I might make merry with my friends. 30. But as soon as this son of yours came, who has devoured your livelihood with harlots, you killed the fatted calf for him. 31. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. 32. It was right that we should make merry and be glad, for your brother was dead and is alive again, and was lost and is found. Save the lost at all costs, Brother Vernon. That's what it's about. This is what it's about. Now, I want you to meditate on that. We're going to go to Jeremiah. We're going to go to chapter 3, and we're going to look at verses 11 to 22, and then we're going to come back. Jeremiah chapter 3, verses 11 through 22. Are you ready, man of God? Amen. All righty, let's go. From the New King James Version still, Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 11. Then the Lord said to me, Backsliding Israel has shown herself more righteous than treacherous Judah. 12. Go and proclaim these words toward the north and say, Return, backsliding Israel, says the Lord. I will not cause my anger to fall on you, for I am merciful, says the Lord. I will not remain angry forever. 13. Only acknowledge your iniquity, that you have transgressed against the Lord your God and have scattered your charms to alien deities under every green tree. And you have not obeyed my voice, says the Lord. 14. Return, O backsliding children, says the Lord, for I am married to you. I will take you, one from a city and two from a family, and I will bring you to Zion. 15. And I will give you shepherds according to my heart, who will be fed you with knowledge and understanding. 16. When it shall come to pass, when you are multiplied and increased in the land in those days, says the Lord, that they will say no more, The ark of the covenant of the Lord, it shall not come to mind, nor shall they remember it, nor shall they visit it, nor shall it be made any more. 17. At that time, Jerusalem shall be called the throne of the Lord, and all the nations shall be gathered to it, to the name of the Lord, to Jerusalem. No more shall they follow the dictates of their evil hearts. 18. In those days the house of Judah shall walk with the house of Israel, and they shall come together out of the land of the north to the land that I have given as an inheritance to your fathers. 19. But I said, How can I put you among the children and give you a pleasant land, a beautiful heritage of the host of nations? And I said, You shall call me my father and not turn away from me. 20. Surely as a wife treacherously departs from her husband, so have you dealt treacherously with me, O house of Israel, says the Lord. 21. A voice was heard on the desolate heights, weeping in supplications of the children of Israel, for they have perverted their ways. They have forgotten the Lord their God. 22. Return, you backsliding children, and I will heal your backslidings. Indeed, we do come to you. 
for you are the Lord our God. Amen. Amen. We have to see the heart of God here. We have to see the heart of Jesus here. It did not matter what they did. God's heart is always for his children. Amen. He loves them. He cares for them. He did not even care about the 99. It was that one. And he said they rejoice, what, more in heaven. Amen? Amen. Over that one than the other 99 who were righteous. We have got to stop buying into the lie that God is displeased with us. We got to stop buying into that. Now, a lot of us think that God is a hard taskmaster. That all he wants to do is punish us. All he wants to do is judge us. All he wants to do is condemn us. That's a lie from the pit of hell, Brother Vernon. We're going to go to the book of Psalm. And we're going to look at Psalm 103. We're going to look at verses 8 and 11. And then we're going to go to Psalm 145. And we're going to look at verse 8. The thing that we have to understand first, Vernon, is what his heart is towards us. It is important. Because your lie, your accusation, your attitude, your unrepentance cannot be healed brother until we really truly understand the heart of God and his nature towards us so we are in Psalm 103 we're looking at verses 8 and 11 then we're going to Psalm 145 and we're looking at verse 8 okay Psalms uh, 103 verse 8 the Lord is merciful and gracious slow to anger and abounding in mercy Verse 9, he will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. Verse 10, he has not dealt, dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. Verse 11, for as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. And I'm, and I'm imagining the word fear is used in a sense of reverence, respect. Amen. Not like fearing him as a punishing God. Correct. But fearing him as being the holy of holies the, the total respect, respect the totally. reverence the devotion amen? amen amen and now we're going to 145 verse 8 we're still in the book of psalms 145 let me catch up psalm 145 verse 8 the lord is gracious and full of compassion slow to anger and great in mercy. There it is. Even now today. we know his heart. Amen. And how he feels about the loss. For real. He is willing to go any place to find the loss. Because that's what's important. And see the Pharisees. When we were looking at Luke 15. They were the ones that were trying to test Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's why he spoke the parable. And then they talk bad that look he's over there with those sinners look at the type of people he's with look at the type of people he's allowing to have fellowship with well that's what he died for save us all and we're all sinners amen amen 
So they had no idea what they were speaking on, did they? No. That's why he gave them the parable. And he gave three parables in Luke 15. So that if they didn't get the first parable, maybe they got the second. If they didn't get the second, they should have gotten gotten the third. third. And in one of them, he talked about money. They all like money. Amen. He sure did. And, And the woman had 20 pieces of silver, but lost one. And she was more happy to finding that one than having the 19 already. And turned on the light and looked for it. And was ecstatic that she found that one. That mm-hmm. one was more important than the 19 that she already had. And a lot of us are familiar with the prodigal son. And guess what? The father received him immediately. What did he do? He confessed. Amen. First he said, I sinned against God. And then he stuck to his father and and I did that in front of you. Mm-hmm. Well, you bear witness to it. And his father in that uh, prodigal son parable, who does the father represent? You know who the father represents. <laughs> the father. Right. Amen. Okay. Well, well the thing God. is, is that oh God, 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 our heavenly father. Right, right. But what's important is that the prodigal son, if people Confessed. caught it in their spirit, tried to demote himself. Mm-hmm. He said, I'll just be like one of the hired servants. I don't even want to have your name anymore. I don't even want to have the title of your son based on what I've done. I understand that I should lose that. Mm -hmm. That would be fit Mm -hmm. as far as a judgment against me based on what I've done. He confessed. What did he give him? He He gave him his cloak, Mm -hmm. his ring. Mm -hmm. They had a wonderful feast in honor of him coming home. Amen. He didn't lose anything. He got promoted. Amen. If anything, Amen. everybody rejoiced. Amen. All the relatives, all the servants, all the friends, everybody rejoiced. This was a huge thing, man of God. But there's the brother. There's always somebody. Right. Right? There's always the church police. And wanted to give his testimony of what he had did. And start making it about him. And it wasn't even about him. But what did the father say? You've always Always been been with with me. me. And whatever I have is already yours. But he told him something. He said he was dead. And now he's alive. So we cannot allow Satan to keep discouraging us. We cannot allow Satan to use our sin as a weapon against us. When we've already confessed it. Amen. When we've already repented. So Vernon, let me ask you a question. If you went to court and something was adjudicated, which means it's over, it's done. Can they keep sending you a summons for the same thing no. over and over again? No. It's already been done. Taken care exactly. Of. So if we confessed in our heart and we confess to God about that particular sin. Amen. And have repented. He has forgiven us. Amen. Why do we keep bringing it up? That's a false sense of guilt. Amen. And you are being. Already been forgiven. And it's... you are falsely allowing the evil one to charge you all over again. Amen. That's what I said. What is greater than the blood? He died for all our sins. Amen. Amen. What's greater than that? Nothing is. But a sin that you followed. With the word of God that you confessed, 
and sought forgiveness and he forgave you, he forgot what he forgave and you are covered in the blood. But yet you still dying every day with these open wounds. Something is wrong with that. That And then you got to be mad about God. You are not following his word. Amen. Amen. You've been misled. You've been hoodwinked. You've been bamboozled. You've been took. You you must have faith. And I know, I guess a lot of people just go by what they're seeing. Um, What you're saying makes so much sense. If you've already been forgiven, if you confessed and you let it and let God have it, that's what I do when I'm. Uh, what I go through, when I get too confused with my thinking, because someone says I think too much, talk Amen. too much, Amen. I say, okay, God, I'm going to pray on this. And he takes it away. I say, thank you. No need to keep bringing it back up. But, but see, the thing is, is that with these feelings, I, I these understand. emotions, <laughs> yes, they are taking you further from God. Amen. And what are you doing? It opens you up to make bedfellows with the evil spirits and now you're becoming addicted you're becoming depressed you got obsessions you got crafts you got movies you got sex you got pornography you're spending too much money more better for someone like me to pray even more you become totally unbalanced in everything about your whole life right and then you forget then you get caught up in that and you forget to pray so my thing is vernon it's important that we recognize that that we're doing and be very specific in what you're asking forgiveness for and if you have forgotten then you need to write it down so when this thing comes upon you to try to separate you from god these lies that you're buying into then you want Jesus to get on the cross again. See, he's not going to do that. And if he says you've been forgiven, you've been forgetting. You have to understand when we're looking at the people in Israel and we went to Jeremiah, those were some of the worst rebellious people they were. Vernon, they were sacrificing their own children to demons. They were hooking up with every religion possible. Totally not walking with God. Totally not being appreciative that he brought them out of Egypt. And that he gave them his name. Out of all the people that were existing on that particular time, he chose them to be his people, to teach other people about him and who he was. He performed numerous miracle signs and wonders. Took care of them. Gave them everything. And what have they done? They became harlots. They became adulterers. They became fornicators. They didn't even desire their own wives. Were sacrificing their own children to be like their far eastern neighbors. You know, God was very slow to anger. We read about his heart and that his mercy. And all he asked them to do was to turn back to him. That's it. So if you've turned back to him and you've repented and you asked for forgiveness for that that you needed to repent of, what is the problem that we have right here today? Why are you angry with God? Because you're not following his word. That's why you're angry. He's not obligated to you. You're obligated to him. Amen. He's the creator. You're the creation. He's telling you what you need to do. Mm -hmm. I didn't see anybody offer their son. As a ransom for all. Amen. Amen. 
for all our sins. Who did that for us, Vernon? God. So let's go to Hebrew chapter 10, verse 22. We need to start being accountable, man of God. And that's Satan's whole job to put you in a lukewarm position because Jesus talks about it in Revelation. He cannot use a lukewarm Christian. They're like vomit. He spits them out. So why would you want to be in a lukewarm position knowing that you cannot be used? So we're in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 22. What does the word of God say, man? Hebrews chapter 10, verse 22. Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Okay, so let's look at that. Let's break that down. So what is the first thing we're supposed to do, man of God? Draw near with a true heart. Draw near to who? God. Amen. God the Father, God the Son, God the the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. God. The true God. Amen. Amen. That's who we're supposed to draw near to. Not to be far away. So if you're far away, if you're separated, first thing, you're out of position. Amen. Amen. So you need to get into position. How do we get into position? We need to draw near. How do we draw near? Through his word. Amen. So if you're not reading his word, if you're not meditating on his word, if you're not following his word, then guess what? You're too far away. It didn't say follow a man. It said draw near to him. Amen. Amen. So we need to get in right position and we can do that. Your next move is your best move. And I'm telling to you, men and women of God, get in right position. And how we do that, brother Vernon? By drawing near to him. Amen. So that's number one. Okay. Number two. What's the second thing, man of God? In full assurance of faith. What did you say? You have to have faith. Amen. Amen. Without faith, it's impossible to please Please him. him. And how much assurance do we have to have? full okay so half full is not going to get it a little bit is not going to get it it has to be full just like you see this bottle of water here part of it is missing it's got to be full all the way up to the top that's how much our assurance has to be in faith faith in what in him amen amen not in ourselves not in our things not in people but in him so that's the second thing that we need to have full assurance in him amen Amen. number one we have to draw to him amen be right there with him right Vernon just like you and I touching you and I that close that's how close we got to be closer than close Amen? amen amen okay what's the third thing man of God having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience amen so we need to be clean from an evil conscience evil thoughts amen evil Evil deeds amen against who god you got to totally clear your mind that you got control over your mind you need to get your mind back if your mind is right with god then you getting your mind back if there's a constant battle then you need to stay in that word more amen amen We need to call it what it is. You need to write it down. You need to make the charge plain. What you think that God has not done for you. I double dare you. I triple dare you to write it down and to bring the charge. And the Holy Spirit will get your mind right. Amen. Amen. And that that part right there brings me to mind. um, Colossians 3 verse 2. Set your minds on things above, not on things on the earth. There it is. Amen. We appreciate the Holy Spirit moving on Brother Vernon at that particular time. See, you know, we got to understand that we got to do some things, man of God. And, and, and what's, the, and what's God. the next thing we got to do? The next thing uh, is our bodies 
washed with pure water. Amen. And see, our bodies will be washed with pure water. Amen. Water from above. Amen. Amen. Water from the word, word of God. God. Amen. Amen. It would be all over us. We would not want to do certain things. We would not even entertain certain things. Amen. Amen. Because guess what? Light and darkness cannot mix. Cannot mix. You all going to be all light or you going to be all dark. Amen. Amen. So that's it, brother. And if we follow those things, man, that is how we put down the lie. How can Satan enter in with God? They are not joined together. Amen. Amen. They don't have the same function. They don't have the same desire. Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. What does God do? He comes to give us life like more, more abundantly. abundantly. Amen. Amen. So which one is it? Do we want death? Or do we want life? And in life, guess what? What kind of life? More abundantly. abundantly. Eternal life. Amen. 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 It does not get better than that. Amen. So we have got to stop accepting the lie. We have to stop using our failures as excuses. And what's a failure, brother? Nothing beats a failure but a try. If I'm a boxer and you're a boxer and I'm in the ring and I'm bloodied and I'm throwing my punches and you're throwing your punches, I may not have won the particular belt, but guess what? I survived the fight and that's what it is we don't always get the belt okay Amen. your job is to survive the fight to get up if you're going to be a fighter if you're going to live this life brother i guarantee you you will get knocked down it's up to you to decide if you want to get, get back up, up or not Amen. and see i don't know how to quit brother quit ain't in me I know how to get back up. Amen. It doesn't mean we don't get tired. It doesn't mean that we don't feel pain. It doesn't mean that we don't have a bad day. It does not mean that things overwhelm us. The thing is what must be overwhelming more than that is the desire to get back up and to tell God all about it. Amen. Amen. Because he's the one that fights our battles. He does. I cannot get up without him, but I am confident brother that i will tell everything in my body all my limbs every cell that i have in me that's working and not working we are going to get back up or we gonna die trying amen amen that's my made-up mind so let's go to first john we're looking at chapter one verse nine we're going to first john chapter one verse nine First John chapter one, verse nine. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I want you to say that again, brother, and I need you to slow it down because there's a part that says all. And I really need you to put some inflection and some emphasis on that. I know you're a poet, brother. <laughs> Vernon, so I need you to use that gift that God gave you. Amen. Amen. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just. To forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So what does that word all mean? Total. So everything. any sin that you all believe that you committed or haven't committed or thought you might have committed, it falls under the all category. And who is that who's faithful? God is. Amen. And what does he also is he? Not only is he faithful, what else is he? Uh, he's forgiving. Amen. He's just. Yes. And he can cleanse us. Right. Only he can do that. And that's true. And guess what? It's a promise. Amen. So God is not a man that he is 
that he would lie, nor is he a sinner that he would have to repent. This is God's promise to you. It's not my promise to you. It's not Brother Vernon's promise to you. It's not your parents' promise to you. It's not your denomination. This is God's promise. Amen? Amen. This is what he will do. So you have got to stop believing Satan. He is a lie and the truth is not in him. He cannot constantly charge you with false guilt if you have confessed. Amen. See, some of us haven't confessed, man of God. We will not call that thing that we have done. Oh, God, just forgive me for my sin. What sin are you talking about? If you want to be clean from it, what sin are you talking about? See, it's important, Brother Vernon, that if you want something to really happen, you want it specifically to happen, then be specific with God. Don't play about this. This is your life. This is about healing your wounds. This is about getting deliverance. This is about not having anger towards God. Because when you have anger against him, because you have free will to love him or not love him, you have free will to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior or not accept him. You have free will to believe in the power of the Holy Spirit or not believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. But God is going to do it his way. That's the thing. You don't have the freedom. This is his way. This is his word. This is his kingdom. And this is how you are going to operate in it. Amen. If you want to be healed. Amen. If you want to be delivered. Amen. So the thing is, you got to stop trying yourself over and over and over again. However, man of God, if you did not confess. Amen. Amen. And you just gave a little blanket thing. Oh, forgive me of all my sins, Lord. Hmm. You need to be specific. Amen. Amen. And watch he be an intentional God and heal you. But our heart has to be what? Drawn Drawn near to him. him. Amen. And we have to have the full assurance. Amen. That's right. When it comes to faith. It's important. Those two things have to happen. Vernon. And a lot of us are stuck. There's no two, three, and four step if you can't get on the first step. Amen. That's what's Amen. important. And maybe they didn't tell you that where you go fellowship. But I'm here to tell you because the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit and God, our almighty father has put it on my heart to tell you today. Amen. Amen. Okay. So maybe you say, well, uh, well, I pray to Jesus. <laughs> All right. Forgive me for laughing because I know some of you do and some of you been taught a certain way. So let me fix that for you. Let's go to John chapter 10, verse 30. And then we're going to go back to John, uh, go forward to John 14, verse 9. Okay, so uh, I'm here to help you. John 10, verse 30, the book of John. You're still in the New Testament, I mean, mm. the New King James Version, correct? Yes. And then we're going to go to John 14, verse 9. Okay, what do we have there, brother? Uh John chapter 10, verse 30, this is uh, Jesus speaking, I and my Father are one. Say that again, man. I and my Father are one. Okay, so if you pray to Jesus, you pray Pray to to the Lord Jesus Christ, and you pray to God, our Father. Amen? Amen. Okay, so I just want everybody to understand that. But maybe, you know, you need to see it again. So let's go to John 14, verse 9. What does it say, man of God? John 14, verse 9 Mm -hmm. says, Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? 
Amen. Is that spelling it out? Absolutely. Okay. So Jesus and the Father are one. Amen. Amen. So if you're seeking forgiveness from Jesus, you're seeking forgiveness from the Father. If you're seeking forgiveness from the Father, you're seeking forgiveness from the from Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. And that's Jesus, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I don't want anybody getting confused there. Do we have that? Now, let's go to Hebrews 13, 8. We're going to go to the book of Hebrews and we're going to go to chapter 13 and we're going to look at verse 8. And we're going to see what the word of God says. Amen. Amen. Okay. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. Word of God says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, tomorrow. Well, actually, let me read that over. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. He does not change. Doesn't our Heavenly Father have those same attributes? Amen. Yes. So, do we not see this oneness that's going on here? Amen. Amen. How they're functioning? Amen. Amen. So, and the Holy Spirit is there to do it. Absolutely. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Yes. I'm so excited about that. Now, let's look at Romans 2, verse 11. I'm excited about this lesson today. Oh, my goodness. It's a blessing. And I know some people are being set free, man of God. I know they are. And I thank you, Lord, for the word of God that you are giving to us today, that you are ministering with. Amen. Amen. Which chapter is that again? We're in Romans chapter 2, and we're looking at verse 11. Okay. Romans chapter 2, verse 11. Mm -hmm. For there is no partiality with God. Okay. So it means, brother, that pastors aren't any special persons with God. A poor person is not any less special to God. A rich man is not more important to God. A woman is not more important to God. A man is not more important to God. A child, your geography, your lineage. Amen. Amen. So nobody has any special place with God. We are all his children. Amen. They're not big children and little children. They're not stepchildren. We are all his children when we decide to be in a relationship with him. So nobody gets any preferential treatment. Amen. Amen. And guess we saw what he does with the backslider. Amen. Amen. That turns and comes to him. That's a beautiful thing. We ought to get excited about that. Now we're going to go to the book of John. And we're going to see the way Jesus handled uh, a woman that was committing adultery. We're going to look at John chapter 8. And we're going to look at verses 3 through 11. This is important. John chapter 8 verse 3. Then the scribes and Pharisees brought to him a woman caught in adultery and when they had set her in the midst verse 4 they said to him teacher this woman was caught in adultery in the very act verse 5 now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned what but what do you say verse 6 this they said testing him that they might have something of which to accuse him but Jesus (laughs) stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger as though he did not hear Verse 7, so when they continued asking him, he raised himself up and said to them, He who is without sin among you, let him throw a stone at her first. Verse 8, and again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. Verse 9, then those who heard it 
being convicted by their conscience, went out one by one, beginning with the oldest, even to the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. Verse 10, When Jesus had raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, Woman, where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? Verse 11, Jesus, She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. You see that? Amen. She was mm. brought as an adulteress. And they had pulled her out of a bed to test him. But you have to be very, very careful of the accusation that you make against those. He forgave her immediately. Nobody can forgive us but our Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. God Almighty and the Holy Spirit does the work. He asked her one question. What did he ask her, Brother Vernon? Where are your, those accusers of yours? Has a no one... Accusers. Says, where are those accusers of yours? There was nobody. No one there. And he said, if the man is not able to mm -hmm. neither, accuse you. Neither do I. Neither do I. But what does he tell her? Sin no more. That's the repentance. That's Amen. the gift of repentance. Amen. She was forgiven. Guess what? There was nobody that could bring a charge against her. He didn't even bring a charge against her and told her, go no, and sin, sin no, more. no more. Now, you want to know what our state is, Vernon? I'm going to tell you what our state was. The people who were bringing the accusation. Let me tell you where what, what mindset they had. Now, let's go to Romans chapter 5, verse 8, and you'll see it. Romans chapter 5, verse 8. Let's look at that. Romans chapter 5, verse 8. But God demonstrates his own love toward us and that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. Okay, so those people that were bringing the accusation, those were sinners, right? Amen. And we were all sinners. Amen. Amen. And it did not matter that we were sinners. He still died for us. Amen. 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 So that was the state. So who... Are we to accuse ourselves when we did not die for ourselves? No, we didn't. So why are we playing this Jedi mind trick on ourselves and constantly accusing <laughs> ourselves and constantly wanting deliverance and wanting to be healed when we already been healed? Because if we confess for real, burning, what a clean heart, what a true heart and had the full faith in that he would forgive us. Guess what? We would be free. Now, we do have a caller. I want to go one more spot. Caller, please be patient with me, and I'm going to pick you up. We're going to go to Luke 23, and we're going to look at verses 42 and 43. We're going to Luke 23, and we're looking at verses 42 and 43. Amen? Amen. Luke uh, 23. 23. You're looking at verses 42 and 43. 42. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Verse 43, and Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Now, that was the man that was on the cross. Amen, yes. Next to him. Yes. That, was, that was a criminal. Right. And had did what he said that he would do. But what did Jesus say was going to happen? He would be with him in paradise. Did he say anything about his sin or his crime? No. 
And what did the man ask? Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He said, remember me. Amen. So he knew who he was. Mm -hmm. He recognized that. See, a lot of us don't recognize who he is and what he's capable of doing. And then we're going to go to 1 John. And I'm going to look at the first chapter. So 1 John. First chapter, verse 7, and I'm going to look at 9, then I'm going to take the call, okay? First so, John, first, first chapter, chapter. I'm going to look at verse 7 and verse 9, and I'm in the King James Version, verse 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sins. See, it's the blood, amen? Amen. And then we look at verse 9, and it says, he that saith he is in the light and hateth his brother is in darkness even until now. So we need to mean what we say and say what we mean. Amen. Amen. Hello, you're on Save the Lost at All Costs, and thank you for waiting. God bless you. God bless you back, Minister Nina. Hey, woman of God. How y'all doing today? We're blessed. Okay, good. Hi, Brother Vernon. Hello. Listen, I'm calling in because I want to be transparent and honest, and I seek you all's prayers. Um, while listening to the message, I'm saying, ouch, 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 and I got my tissue, and I'm waving it, and I'm waving it. <laughs> but anyway, listen, in the book of Proverbs, God reminded me that um, for a righteous man may fall seven times mm-hmm. and yet rise again. Mm-hmm. And while listening to the message, he also reminded me, he said, come now and let us reason together, says Amen. the Lord, though Amen. your sins be as a scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Amen. And though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Amen. And so I must confess, while walking through this trial, while walking through this fire, um, I have been, um, I've fallen because I have uh, accused God. God, now why why would you do that? I'm doing what you asked me to do. I'm praying. I'm fasting. I'm taking care of the house. I'm taking care of the children. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And, and I just don't understand why you would let this happen. And so then he reminded me, he said uh, in Psalms 37, do not fret Mm -hmm. because of the work of evildoers or be envious of the workers of iniquity, Mm -hmm. for they shall soon be cut down like a grass and wither as green herb. He said, trust in him and do good, and I will dwell in the land. And so I solicit y'all prayers that I will begin to uh, adhere to the word of God even more, not just be a hearer only, but be a doer of the word so that I, too, can be healed of uh, of wounds uh, from the past that had been um, inflicted on me, whether it was my fault or somebody else's fault. And I just want to openly confess uh, that I forgive those who have uh, sinned against me. Amen. And I'm asking God to forgive me, and I receive his love today through Amen. your word, through your message. Praise God. And I want to thank you all. Amen. Well, we love you, and we receive that. That is a praise report. We accept that, and we stand in agreement with you. Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. you, sis. Thank you, sis. That's what it's about, sis. And we so love you. We have a couple of more scriptures. We're down to the last three minutes. Three is a powerful number in your life. Look at God speaking to you. And you and I will talk soon and know that I love you. And thank you for that. We receive okay. it for you. All right, thank you, and I love you too. Amen. Right, Bye bye. Amen. That was powerful. We love it. We love it. The work of God. Amen. The word of God. The Re- we're going to the book of Revelation, mm-hmm. and we're going to look in chapter two, and we're going to look at verses four and five. Amen. Amen. We are in the book of Revelation. We're in chapter two, and we're looking at verses 
4 and 5. Man of God is in red. That's right. Jesus speaking. Right. Would yes, you bless us? Amen. Uh, verse 4. Nevertheless, I have this against you, that you have left your first love. Verse 5. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place, unless you repent. Amen. It's such a powerful gift of repentance. Amen. Amen. Confession is a powerful gift. Amen. Amen. And it does not matter what the other party did. We have to understand that we have the tools, that we have the power to join in with that that has all power, not some power, and walk in freedom and walk in liberty. Living this life, brother, we're going to fall down. But we got to get back up and get back in line. And we need to be in relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. It shouldn't be that I haven't talked to you in months. I haven't talked to you in years. Brother Vernon, you and I in the physical are accountable to one another. Amen. Amen. And I tell you things and you tell me things. It's because we need to stay focused and stay on the path. Amen. Amen. So if I can do this with my brother who is limited in power which I am limited in power. I'm only doing it because I want to be more Christ-like. Amen. 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 And at the end of the day, he is my father. I take total pride in being a child of God, not because I'm a child, but because of who my father is. Amen. Amen. And because of who my father is, I have privileges, not because of who I am, because of who he is. It's not about us. It's about him. Always. Be set free today. Amen. Amen. And put a praise on your pain. And I thank you, Lord, for the lessons. Amen. Amen. And that we're still a part of his plan and purpose today, brother. We're Always. still here. Yes. Amen. Uh, yes. We're still alive. Amen. Amen. <laughs> By his grace and mercy that endured for what? Um, Forever. Forever and ever Amen. And ever we love you. Ever. Save the lost at all costs Amen. and tune in to part three. Or put a praise on your pain. Amen. Amen. So how was that today, man of God? Yeah. It is our humble prayer that the Most High God of all creation and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ continues to bless you and yours without cease for tuning in today and supporting this great move of God with your generous donations. Save the Lost at All Costs is a Holy Spirit-filled, live called-in weekly radio ministry that has been airing since 2005 and serving in the greater Las Vegas community. We can be heard every Sunday at 3.02 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Las Vegas. Vegas's very own Christian Talk radio stations, 1060 AM and 101.5 FM. Also, we are audio and video streamed in real time during our live broadcast at www.kkvv.com and our website, www.savethelostlv.org. If you would like to re-listen to a previous broadcast at no charge, make an online secure donation, or learn more about our ministry, please visit our website at www.savethelostlv.org. If you prefer, you can mail in a donation. Address it to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc., P.O. Box number 335852, North Las Vegas, 89033. Again, our P.O. Box number is 335852, North Las Vegas, 89033. All 
donations made to Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. are 100% tax deductible. For more information, please feel free to call or text us at 702-219-6882. Again, 702-219-6882. We would like to thank you again. Remember to remain in Christ, stay prayed up, tune in, and don't forget to save the lost at all costs, no matter what.